0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually Be in my mouth, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually, his praise shall continually, his praise. Shall continually be in my mouth. Amen, amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, who came down through forty and two generations truly lived, bled, suffered, and died. Rose again from the dead, ascended on high, and is coming again. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your manifold blessings in our lives. We appreciate you, Father, for life, for health, for strength, for sanity, for provisions, protection. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We reverence you. We lord and magnify your holy name. Father, we give you all glory, all honor and all praise for you are worthy from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Father, we once again regrettably have to ask you to forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our iniquities, which we have grievously committed against you. Humbly ask, Father, that you continue to lead us, continue to guide us in your paths of righteousness for your namesake. We thank you, Father. We appreciate you. We praise you, trusting that you are going to do these things for us in Jesus' mighty name. Father, as we study to show ourselves approved unto you. We pray, Father, that you make us workmen, workwomen, who need not to be ashamed, but who rightly divide your word of truth. Help us, Father. Speak to us, speak through us, and speak for us. Use these earthly vessels to say what you want to say, to do what you want to do that your people in the four corners of the earth may be blessed. We trust, Father, you're going to do these things for us, your little children, as we are touching and agreeing, asking in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, let God's people say amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. I do greet Each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide Headquarters here in Kenston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, a place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. We thank God for each of you. We pray the Lord is blessing you very well. Wherever you are hearing this broadcast, if you are not blessed, if you do not feel blessed, my brother or my sister, Understand that God has made being blessed in this life very simple. Simple in the sense that all you and I have to do to be blessed by God is to do what he says. Now, (coughs) excuse me, Uh, the implementation of that it's not always easy. Um, There are going to be some things that God has us to do that won't feel good, that won't look good, may not even be thought about as good. But one thing God always does with us, his little children, he always leads us in his path of righteousness in other words god is only going to tell you and me to do right now when we listen to other voices other forces then uh, we may not do right but god always tells you and i to do the right thing if you're ever wondering you know Is that God or is that the adversary? God is always telling us to do what is right. Children of God, we're going to take a look today at the book of Ephesians. Chapter 4 with a special focus on verse 15. Ephesians chapter 4 with a special focus on... Verse 15, the apostle Paul writes to the saints in Ephesus, Paul says, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. Verse 16, from him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Praise the living God. We're going to work from a theme today, children of God, speaking the truth in love. Speaking the truth in love. Let us pray. Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, again, we say thank you. Father, we cannot thank you enough for your many blessings in our lives. Father, we don't even know a glimmer of all the good things that you have done to us, through us, and for us. But we want to say thank you. We want to appreciate you for what we see and what we don't see, what we know and what we don't know. You have been good, Father. You have been perfect. We give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. Father, we ask that as we study your Holy Scripture today, that you will speak to us, speak through us, speak for us, that your people in the four corners of the earth May they hear and be blessed. May they hear and their lives, their eternities be altered. Use us, Heavenly Father. We are your property, your sons, your daughters, your pastors, your priests, your bishops. We are yours, Father. Do with us as you see fit. Help us, Heavenly Father, at the end of the day, to take no glory, no honor for ourselves, but to give your name, all glory, all honor, and praise. These and all other blessings we ask and we count done in Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise the living God. God bless you. Children of God, again, we thank God for each of you. Um, My spirit is rejoicing today. I had an opportunity to hear from a friend of mine after about, wow, I guess it's been 12 years. About. No, no, no. About 22 years. 22 years. We had uh, kind of lost track and lost contact with each other. We played basketball together over in China back in 1999. And uh, he reminded me yesterday of some things that I shared with him as we were flying over to China uh, regarding the Lord and regarding salvation. And, you know, he had to actually remind me. But to make a long story short, children of God, he told me how that. Those words that I shared with him uh, briefly in the airport in Detroit, Michigan, how they changed his life. He is now pastoring and actually doing missionary work, uh, much like I am. And I I was just rejoicing. Um, we look forward to, to getting together, hopefully before I travel on some of my upcoming missionary journeys, but the thing that uh, stood out in my spirit, children of God, and I pray that you take note of this as well. Sometimes we do not, most times, know the good that we are doing. And even sometimes we don't even know the harm that we are causing. Um, had this pastor not shared with me the good things that the Lord had been doing and, 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 and is doing in his life, I would not have known. And he told me it was as a result of some of the things the Lord had placed in my spirit to share with him 22 years ago. So I want to encourage you child of God and this is even an encouragement to me, you know, our responsibility, our job is simple. Do what God says. If, you know, if we wanted to break this thing down to its smallest parts, as children of God, as people of God, All we have to do is do what God says. Don't worry about the rest. Don't worry about this and that. Just do what God says. Because, you know, God is bringing in my spirit now. He sees some things that you and I don't see. He knows some things that you and I don't know. He can do some things that you and I can't do. Now, the Lord is dealing with me and my spirit. Now, Lord is saying, Robert, you didn't know that those words I had you to speak to him 22 years ago made such a change in his life. God says, but I did. All, All these years you didn't know, but God says, I knew. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. uh, Do your best to just do what God says. Because when you and I do what God says, uh, there is something good. There is something that is beyond our understanding, our knowledge, our comprehension that comes about as a result you say apostle how does that tie into today's message look at what the bible says look at our message for today speaking the truth in love it's very important for you and for me to speak the truth in love when we speak the truth in love it touches the hearts It touches the mind. It touches the very soul of men and women. Jesus always spoke the truth in love. Now, now, if you're not careful, you might think that truth and love are automatic bedfellows. And not necessarily. Because just like we can speak the truth in love. I'm hearing God speak in my spirit now. God says, Robert, you can also speak the truth in hate. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. May we speak the truth in love. May we speak God's word in love and not speak the truth or lies in hate. So so understand that with God, the motivation behind what we are doing, what we are saying, what we are thinking, what we are planning is very important to him. God is looking at the motivation. God wants our motivation to be from a heart of love. Because even if we, you know, we can speak the truth, he wants that to be spoken from a heart, from a place of love, because some people will speak the truth, will speak the truth, but it will be from hate. It will be the truth from a mean spirit, the truth from a, a spirit that does not want to see you do better, but a spirit that wants you to see you do worse. My prayer for every soul. Under the sound of my voice today, may we speak the truth. Make sure that it comes from a heart. Make sure that it comes from a mind. Make sure that it comes from a place of sincere love. Speak the truth in love. Don't speak the truth in hate. It's better to be quiet than to speak the truth in hate because the truth Is a weapon. It is a weapon that can either build men and women or it is a weapon that can tear men and women down. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, that we will use the weapon of the truth to build men and women, to build men and women's hearts and minds and innermost beings. The Bible says that the word of God is the Hebrews is living and active, sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from the eyesight of God. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. God's word is a weapon. It's sharper than any double or two-edged sword. It penetrates. Now, it penetrates. Now, when you think about penetration, you think about a surgeon, who is skillful, who knows what he's doing. He or she can, can cut into you and cut into me properly, maybe remove cancer, maybe remove uh, uh, improper growth. But you think about somebody that's robbing you on the street and they stab you with a knife. Both of them are cuts. Hopefully the surgeon's cut has been in love. To build you up and to make you better. We know that the robber's cut was in hatred. Tear you down. Both cuts. See, but one cut is meant to build you up, make you better. The other cut is meant to tear you down and make you worse. May you and I use the truth in love may you and I use the truth to build men and women to build marriages to build families to build ministries to build to build churches to edify to strengthen to encourage the truth in love so the question is God is not just looking at did you tell the truth God is looking at, and I'm hearing it speak in my spirit now. God is looking at Robert, did you tell the truth in love? Because we can tell the truth, or we can speak the truth in love, or we can speak the truth in hatred. My prayer for each one of us may we speak the truth in love. When we watch this now, children of God, when we speak. The truth in love. Bible says we will grow to become. Speaking the truth in love causes men and women to grow and to become. Causes men and women. To develop causes men and women to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, speaking the truth and love helps men and women become what God wants them to become. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. Not only is that we will become what God wants us to become, that's that's not the totality of my prayer. But I also pray that we will speak the truth and love to one another so that we can help one another grow in grace and grow to become the mature body of Christ. The truth and love. See, the adversary is not so much, you know, concerned that you and I speak the truth. Because even if we speak the truth, he is still working behind the scenes to have. If me and you have decided we're going to tell the truth, we're not going to tell a lie. I have to say still working because he's saying you still haven't crossed the hurdle of speaking the truth in love yet. Maybe you, if you have lies right here, you have the truth right here and then you have the truth in love right here. Well, you and I might have crossed the, the hurdle of lying. Okay, we're not going to tell any lie. The adversary is like, and we decide, all right, we're going to tell the truth. We're going to tell that jump the second hurdle. The adversary is like, "An," but it's when we jump that third hurdle, it's speaking the truth in love. We're not lying. We're not just telling the truth out of a mean or vindictive spirit, but now we are speaking the truth in love. That is my prayer for you. That is my prayer for me. Three hurdles that need to be jumped when we open our mouths, when when we start talking. We know we don't need to be lying. We know we don't need to be speaking just the truth, but from a mean or vindictive or an evil spirit We need to cross all three hurdles. And now we speak, not only speaking the truth, but we are speaking the truth in love. That is my prayer for you, my brother. That is my prayer for you, my sister. May we speak the truth in love. That will help everyone in the body of Christ. Grow that will help everyone in the body of Christ mature that will help everyone in the body of Christ become in every respect the mature body of Him. Now remember, Christ is the head of this body, we are the members of this body. See, always remember Christ is the head. You and I are the members. All right, let's see what we have. Now, we want to go back to verse 14 because I shared with you all some time ago, and the Lord is placing it in my spirit to share it again. God is constantly trying to take us from somewhere and take us to somewhere. Now, you look at verse 14. The apostle talks about you and I coming out of infancy, coming out of babyhood, and coming into maturity and coming into uh, stability, coming out of being tossed back and forth by the waves. Look at verse 14. Paul says, then we will no longer be infants. All right. So understand that God wants to bring you and I from infancy in the things of God and into maturity. All right. That's one. Paul says we'll no longer be infants tossed back and forth by waves. Now this doesn't mean waves of the sea and water tossing you back and forth. This means tossed back and forth by popular opinion and popular belief. See, God is not calling for us to be popular. God is calling for us to be right. See, now individuals want to be popular. If a whole lot of people are saying this over here, they'll say it too. But then if a whole lot of people are saying that over there, they'll say it too. God is not calling for us to be tossed back and forth by the waves and popular opinion and popular belief. God wants us to stand firm in the truth, stand firm in righteousness. There are some things that are not going to change regardless of what men and women think, regardless of what men and women believe, regardless of what men and women try to do. Jesus Christ is Lord. Doesn't matter what the people say. Jesus Christ lived, bled, suffered and died Rose again from the dead, ascended on high and is coming again, regardless of who believes it, regardless of who doesn't believe it in season and out of season. God said, look, don't be tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there. But watch this by every wind of teaching. And by the cunning and craftiness of people who in their deceitful scheming. Now, what we want to understand about Christianity is the true Christianity has no scheme. True true Christianity is not trying to scheme you. It's not trying to scheme me. Now, men and women might, because men and women uh, have sin, but true Christianity flows from the heart of God. There are no schemes in God. God tell you plainly. God tell you plainly. He, he, there's no reason for God to scheme you or to scheme me. Now, and there should be no reason for us as His servants to scheme men, men and women. The Bible says God makes men upright, but men have gone after many schemes. So when you see men and women going after schemes, whether it's in the church whether it's in the community, understand that that's that's a mess that men and women have gone after. That's not how God intended them or intended you and me to be. God makes men upright. But men have gone after many schemes. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, let us be upright. We don't have to scheme anyone. Scheme anybody. Try to trick anybody. Tell the truth. All what we had to do is here we are. Back to the message. Speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. Very simple. Now, this is what God wants us to do. Speak the truth in love. So we don't get tangled up in deceitful schemes and tangled up in the craftiness of people. See, as we speak the truth in love, it will be much easier for you and I to see men and women's schemes. Now, if we're involved in schemes. It can be difficult for us to see other schemes. But if you and I will speak the truth and stand firm in love then anything we see other than that, will know it's a scheme. See? If you and I are standing still, we can tell when, when somebody else is moving, but if you and I are moving, then it'll be difficult for us to tell when someone else is moving. Speak the truth in love. Stand firm in love. Stand firm in righteousness. Stand firm in sound doctrine. One of the beautiful things about sound doctrine that I love so very much, it will get the jokers out of your life and my life. Sound doctrine. Because people that do not have any intentions of doing right, they're not going to endure sound doctrine. They can't. See? Sound doctrine is a test for you and for me as to what we are really all about. Because if we cannot endure sound doctrine, that is an indication that we have some schemes. We have some some crookedness. We have some perversion inside of us. God wants you and I to be upright. Sound doctrine is the way to help get us upright and the way to help keep us upright. See, sound doctrine will get you saved. Sound Doctrine will keep you saved. See, you and I don't want to get, when we're unsaved, we don't want to get with Sound Doctrine, that then we won't get saved. Well, once we get saved, if we don't want to endure Sound Doctrine, then we won't stay saved. We need Sound Doctrine to get us saved in the first place, and we need Sound Doctrine to keep us saved. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is one of two things. My prayer is either that you will get saved. Some of you say, Apostle, I'm already saved. All right. My prayer for you is that you will stay saved. That, in essence, is what God is saying to us in humanity. If you're not saved, get saved. If you are saved, grow or stay saved. That is my prayer for you, my brother. That is my prayer for me. Verse 15. And we're about to close. Speak the truth. Instead of deceitful scheming, instead of trying to be crafty, instead of trying to be cunning and instead of trying to be coy and speak the truth in love. All this nonsense. You meet all types of people in this life. Some people think they're intelligent. We want to be sly and slick. and God says, speak the truth in love so that we can grow, that's how we grow, we don't grow by being cunning, we don't grow by being crafty, we don't grow by deceitful scheming, none of these things, people think they're being smart, and they're being, you know, you're being stupid, you and I are being stupid when we get involved in these things, when we speak the truth in love, we will grow, To become, in every respect, the mature body of Christ, who is the head. People trying to be cunning, trying to be sly, trying to be deceitful, scheming, think think they're being smart. They're really being stupid. When we speak the truth in love, that is when we grow. That is when we mature. That is when we become what God wants us to become. Look at verse 16 and we're about to close. From him or from Christ the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament. Now understand this about the body in the natural. Ligaments hold bones together you ever wonder how your lower leg stays connected with your thigh or your upper leg? You have ligaments, these strong bands of connective tissue that keep things together. I remember once I stretched my ligaments, I got hit playing football, got my ligaments stretched. And it's like my lower leg was flopping around, not connected to my right leg. Why? I stretched my ligaments. See, ligaments hold bones together. Well, in the body of Christ, there are certain people that hold families together, whole marriages together, whole whole ministries together. Ligaments. See, as we are held together by every supporting ligament, we can grow. See, the adversary wants to pull us apart so we won't grow. We have to stay together so that we can grow. Hold ourselves up in love. Watch this. As every part does its work. Let's see. Right, children of God, we have technical difficulty, but um, we do thank God. We do thank God. Speaking the truth. In love. So, what do we understand? We understand that it is not just important to speak the truth, but it is important for us to speak the truth in love. Love is the key, my brother and my sister. Anything that you and I are not doing from a heart of love is not being done from the heart of God. Anything that you and I are doing that is not from a heart of love is not from the heart of God because God is love. So, you know, God is in essence letting us to know constantly and continuously to let our motivation be love. Whether we're speaking the truth, whether we're preaching, teaching, prophesying, let our motivation be love. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May our motivation be love no matter what we do. No, Singing. May we sing in love. May we teach in love. May we preach in love. May our motivation be love. The Lord bless you, children of God. May heaven continue to smile on each of you. Uh, Those of you uh, that know the word of prayer, I pray that you keep us in prayer as we are about to uh, travel and uh, share this glorious gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May God continue to bless each of you and heaven smile on you.